Hi, and welcome to the Weather Guru's Week Podcast for the weekend edition. I'm your host, Tony. Thank you for joining me. Today, I want to give you a tropical update as we head toward the latter half of the 2020 hurricane season, one that has already been won for the record books. As you know, we've run out of names and we're into the Greek alphabet. And now this week and upcoming week into the 20th through the 25th of October um, and into the week's beyond that heading close to the Halloween there is a chance that the tropical Atlantic is heating up again with two storms possible into next week the first storm has already taken shape here east of Bermuda about um, 500 miles east to the southeast of Bermuda and the mid-Atlantic Ocean um, Sargasso Sea there is a 90% chance of five-day development from the system that could likely be a subtropical system uh, that is a system with a, with a cold core low instead of a warm core low at the lower um, levels of the atmosphere. As upper level winds are favorable for development and has a good circulation in the upper levels, they're just waiting for that to translate to the lower levels of the atmosphere. And so continued slow development is expected and a subtropical depression or storm is very likely to form during the next day or two while the lower meanders southeast of the Bermuda Islands. Now what's interesting to note about this storm is that uh, if it becomes a subtropical storm it would actually get a name and that name would be Epsilon on the next Greek alphabet list. Remember we've had Delta already, Hurricane Delta already that slammed into the um, the Louisiana coastline again close to the same area Lake Charles Cameron Louisiana area Calcasieu Paris area and now we have Epsilon that's coming up and probably will get a subtropical depression within Sunday and then Monday or Tuesday it'll be named a subtropical storm Epsilon the good news about this system is that it does not appear to make any landfall it's not going to make landfall on any area on the east coast of the United States and it's not going to make landfall on the island of Bermuda but it's going to be a fish storm but however this just goes to show you how active the tropics have been these past few weeks here now another thing to note too is is that there's another system that is possible to come and hug the outer banks um, there's two possible characteristics there's another storm that's coming up if it gets a name it'll be Zeta and this is going to be towards the week of October 22nd through the 27th and so what makes this storm is coming this storm is located in the Western Caribbean Sea and it's located about 300 miles south of Jamaica Islands and Grand Cayman and what it is is that this area down here has what they call a low pressure area a gyre which is a huge broad area of low pressure that happens in Central America a lot you get these gyres and the, the forecasters are thinking that this system this gyre uh, this tropical depression or storm could spin off of this gyre and so we could be looking at Zeta later on October from the week of October 25th through the 27th somewhere around there when Zeta would take the name and that will be tropical storm Zeta um, coming up this coming week from October 22nd through the 24th just south of Jamaica that area now this system will continue to move it is forecasted to move north and then northeastward so there's a chance that the outer banks of North Carolina could get clipped by this system as a landfalling system before it heads out to sea typical formation of tropical storms and hurricanes is in that western Caribbean basin the northeastern Gulf of Mexico and just to the east of the Bahamas for formation we come in closer because those are where the warm water pockets are needed for the hurricane to our tropical storm system entity to sustain itself we need uh, water temperatures above 80 degrees and 
the water temperatures have already started to cool down to further east in the Atlantic. You go, like, you know, you know I mean, look at the Cape Verde, the hurricanes coming out the coast of Africa. Well, the water temperatures are cooling down out there, as well as there's heavy wind shear and dry air out that far out. And so we tend to look, we tend to pull it closer to home than later we get into the hurricane season. And the hurricane season ends, as you know, November 30th. And so because of this gyre feature here, uh, this uh, Central American gyre, the low pressure is going to spin off of this gyre just south of Jamaica. And by the 22nd of October, we could be looking at Tropical Storm Zeta. Now, Zeta could have two tracks. Like I said, it could hit the outer banks of North Carolina, graze them. Or it could turn to the northeast even sooner than that and graze eastern Cuba and the Turks and Caicos and Bahamas before heading out to sea somewhere north of Bermuda. And so those are the potential tracks of this system. It all depends on the steering currents and what we have going on right now. Right now we have, of course, a high pressure ridge in the west and we have a trough or a dip in the jet stream in the east, which is we have these cooler temperatures, the fall-like temperatures that is allowing this uh, break in the pattern. But next week, from October 22nd to the 27th, we're anticipating potential East Coast storm impacts as a tropical storm or minimal Category 1 Hurricane Zeta is possible during that time frame. And so if it rides up the East Coast, that means places like the Outer Banks, uh, Ocean City, Maryland, uh, Atlantic City, New Jersey, and into the uh, Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket. Massachusetts need to be on alert for this system as it could be potentially a strong tropical storm or category one hurricane when the time it rides through the east coast. So that's with Epsilon and Zeta. Zeta is the more concern to the United States as interest in Jamaica, Cayman Islands, Cuba, the Bahamas, and the U.S. East Coast should pay attention to Zeta, which is going to be forming on October 22nd, just a few days from now. Now, Epsilon is just going to be a sea storm, a fish storm interest in mariners and boulders should be uh, concerned about that because the waves and the swells from that generating from Bermuda all the way across the North Carolina outer coast and up the east coast there are going to be some swells associated with Epsilon um, but that's pretty much it for Epsilon as this going to be a fish storm um, but we do have Zeta which is the more pressing concern for the uh, most people. Now the Greek letter has there's 24 Greek letters in the alphabet as you know so we're not going to run out of those names before the hurricane season ends officially on November 30th so there's no chance of that happening right now but uh, ladies and gentlemen we have had an active season and because of which um, and this is going to continue to be active but we're not out of the woods yet until after Halloween and then things will really start slowing down in November toward the end of the season in terms of what we can expect so there's still warm waters in the Caribbean, still warm waters in the Atlantic, and they're likely to generate additional systems through the beginning of November. And then after that, we can start to see a die down as we head toward the end of November. But many meteorologists believe there's a high chance the season could tie, the 2020 season could tie or break the record number of tropical storms of 28 set back in 2005. It's been that long since we had that record-breaking year. I believe so too. I'm in that camp. I feel like the conditions are favorable for us to break the record of 28 tropical storms and our hurricanes in the month, I mean, I'm in, in the 2020 season. So don't be surprised if you see that coming out next month from meteorologists and the media, from CNN and NBC, um, Weather Channel, things of that nature, because it's there. The conditions are there. We're going into a La Nina winter, um, so be prepared for that as well. That means warmer uh, weather for the southeast and northeast, but there will be times of bouts of icy and cold snow bouts of precipitation that will be interjected or interspersed within that. But overall, we're looking at a much warmer than average pattern for the 
eastern two-thirds of the country as we go through this La Nina cycle coming up in this winter. We may have, like I said, we're going to have some brief cold spouts. That's natural during the winter and of course that, but it's not going to be that long-lasting deep freeze cold that we're used to seeing 20 years ago or 15 years ago where people were 50 below or 60 below in Chicago and all that and, and Minneapolis. We're not going to see that kind of cold yet, um, not until next year. So... This has been your update with Weather Guru. Thank you for joining me. Please continue to follow this uh, program and please continue to thank you for your support. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Have a good one.